54 years on air, CBS's As the World Turns made its final bow. On today's Daytime Confidential podcast, we take a look back at the show's final week, relive a few of our favorite memories, and discuss what the future holds for Daytime's remaining six soaps. We know you'll enjoy today's special episode, so stay tuned. welcome hey mel our live blogger welcome hi jillian welcome hello mike welcome back it was fun to have you on the colleen zank interview it's great to have you back yes good to be back bernard welcome hi well mel since you were the one on the front lines live blogging it um this last week i'll go to you first because you did a fantastic job what were you. what are your thoughts on the final week of As the World Turns and then its final episode? It's kind of a big bag of mixed feelings. I feel like they did some things very well and other things not so well. I could have gone without so much Janet, and I felt like the whole birth and that whole deal was really rushed. But I loved having the vets on. John and Lucinda is my favorite moment of the entire week. And the last scene also was amazing, brought me to tears. So I think overall, yeah, it was okay. I think Guiding Light did it better, but whatever works. Okay. Uh, Jamie, what are your thoughts? Wow. You know, one thing that I'm struck by is that I'm, I'm a couple of weeks ago, I was still really angry about certain things, like that I didn't really feel like, the show should have been focusing on as it led up to the end. It seemed like with that much advance warning, I just, I didn't understand and still don't understand the need for focusing on these guest stars and day players and people like that. But as it ended, as we headed into the home stretch, I enjoyed the last week of the show. It felt very primetime esque for me, you know, um, in that, from Three's Company to The Cosby Show to whatever, it's normal at the end of a show to end on a high note and to to provide people with some semblance of knowing that these characters are happy. And I enjoyed the last week. I did. Um, I don't have a long history with this show, so I, I come in at a disadvantage emotionally because, you know... As the World Turns was the soap I watched because my show died. Oh. And um, listen Now here. listen here. No, I'm we not will not have you. berate I'm, Rachel Corey. I'm not talking to you, and I didn't berate Rachel Corey, so fall back. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it ended up, you know, I never really, I'm going to be honest. For me, I got a. I really became emotionally connected to the show when Hogan Sheffer took over writing, and that's when I really started like loving Craig and and loving Jack and Carly and you know loving Barbara's love to hate antics and Hal and Emily and so many of these things that were good during that you know little time span, and then pretty much after he left. I've just kind of been watching as the world turns on fumes. I've, I, you know, I there were the last time I really felt good about the show was when they put Casey 
with Emily. Emily. I thought oh, that yeah. was such a character-driven for any soap. You're the you know for the boy to fall in love with his mother's arch nemesis, who's the father of his. I mean, the mother of his father's bastard child. I mean, that is soap opera for me. When I think of soap opera, the good term, not the bad term. The bad term is evil twins and 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 people coming back from the dead. And but soap opera, the way a lot of pop culture sees it, is Peyton Place. It's you know, sordid, saga, adultery, scandal, betrayal. That's for me what I love on soap opera, and we rarely get that anymore because all of that is character based that's based on your character your moral makeup so you know in this last dying days we get what we get we get microchips and bullshit and and mobsters coming from general hospital to i wasn't really emotionally invested for a long time and mel when she reported last year it's that when guiding light was canceled they were given a year and told, Mel, am I right? They were told yeah. that day, as the world turns, has one year from today. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was, you know, we knew that this was coming. Um, but again, going into the final episode, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what they did. You know, anyone can play backseat driver. I would have I would have thought that since Rosemary Prince is still acting and in her right mind and in her sound mind, that someone would have made offers, you know, an opportunity. Because I do think that is important. I think that is very important to bring back those people to, you know, say closure to this show and to pay homage. I was very happy um, with some of the soaps that I've watched over the years that they managed to, you know, even nods, you know, God, the, the death of Frankie was so horrifying for me on Another World, but that her ghost was there, you know, happily wishing Cass and Lila on. I think soap fans need that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we didn't get... Th- we got that with John, and I'm very happy with that. And my, if someone doesn't cast him, that man is still... I mean, John Dixon was one of my favorite characters from the beginning. I loved him and Camille. I used to want them to get together. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I... Camille? I did. I thought, you know, he liked him some chocolate. Well, she wasn't too chocolate, but she was. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I I think they went out on a high note after all it was said and done. And, you know, judging from the ratings, you know, that though, of course, that wasn't the final week. I mean, I really think unlike Guiding Light, which I will go ahead and say this and I don't it's so not in disrespect to Guiding Light because I have a much longer history with Guiding Light than I do as the world turns. I mean, that I actually did fall. I never fell in love with world turns. I fell in love with God and light In 92, 93. I fell in love. I fell head over heels, but for Nick and Mindy and Blake and all of them, you know, I fell in love with that show. So, and really, I'm gonna be honest. I was never that big of a Reva fan. I, you know, when she came back, <laughs> oh, me, the wow. show started, I love Kim Zimmer, but for me, the guy didn't like that I fell in love with not having watched her as Reva, you know, in the eighties, it started, it, that was kind of the beginning of it becoming a mess. Like I get that. I understand that. You know, I loved Holly and Roger and all of that stuff, you know? So, but anyway, to make my point, I feel, you know, I have to disagree with Mel. Yes, God in Light brought back all the old faves, but it was ridiculous the way they did it. Fletcher just shows up and let's go. I didn't. I wouldn't have wanted that. I wouldn't have wanted Rosemary Prince to come back and say, "Hey, <laughs> you know, let's go to Egypt, Bobby, or something." You know, I just, 
you know, Holly to me to this day, Holly burned down her apartment complex because she didn't even cut off any of her stoves and stuff oh, when she came over there. It's like, how you just go nothing? You ain't told nobody to get your mail or nothing. I'm gone. You know, so to me, that was stupid. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I will miss the show. And I guess I'll be missing it in my mind since they taking it off Hulu. So I, I know, right? And we'll get to that in a bit. Jillian, what'd you think? I They wrapped it up in a neat little bow. My thing was, it shouldn't have been all about Janet. And her baby, you know, I, you know, I channel some of Jamie when he does uh, Scarlet. I'm like, I hate you and I hate your baby. Get out of here. <laughs> like, um, I just really wish Chris Goutman would have gotten over himself and would have brought back, uh, oh, God, I'm going to call Martha her more Burn. West, Martha Byrne. Like, kudos to Noelle Beck. Noelle Beck showed that she is a class act. She has more class in her eyelash than Chris Goutman has in his entire body when she said to Soaps and Depp, I want I was going to step away and let Martha Byrne come in the role because fans wanted her in the role and Goutman you know, he shows that he's really not a good showrunner because a good showrunner will put his show and his viewers first and put ego mm-hmm. last and he did the reverse he was like hell no up until the last even if they had just done a little last minute thing where, where she was on for the last episode i would have been fine with that but to the down to the last nanosecond this man still they could have like, done like roseanne when roseanne would have both uh becky's i mean you know the last scene yeah. when holden came they could have done it for the last scene they could have had noel as her all the way up to the last when he shows up at her house and opens the door. It could have been Martha Byrne, you know. I you know? Don't know but... mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have. And I was just, I was just real. I was disappointed in that. It wasn't as if, like, you know, Noel didn't want to do it, so he can't even say, "Well, I asked Noel, and she said no." She came out and said, "I was willing to do this," and Goutman said no. And I just think that was just a damn shame. You just uh, once again, you just pissed and you know, all all over your fans. That's kill. That a lot of that right there that you were talking about. I have countless stories, and I guess it's no different than any other workplace, except that I would hope that if you're running a business, you can put that kind of stuff aside. It's like how I used to feel about my favorite group, TLC, when they were showing out. I was like, well, y'all stop acting a fool and make that money. You're the number one group of all time, at, you know, and you're acting crazy. It's like you should want your whatever's best for your company. I mean, exactly. why would you not want the arguably most popular hero, romantic heroine of the show to come back. It just, you know, it, 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 it's petty. It's just petty. And I don't know. I mean, I don't have a dog in that fight. I don't know who was right, who was wrong. Right. I'm sure they both hate each other's. Maybe they don't hate each other, but maybe they both have good reason not to like each other. But to the fans, Martha Byrne is and always will be Lily. And that is not a slam on Noelle because Noelle no. did a triumphant job. She and, knows. I mean, yeah. for her to say, I will step aside, for her to come back, it's obvious she knew. And she was willing to do this for the fans. And to the last breath, that man said, not no. And it wasn't no. just him. I mean, Scott DeFreitas allegedly wouldn't come back because of Goutman, you know, because. And I want to know where Emma was. Frying up some chicken. Making some chicken. Now, this is my problem with, you know, and then you can go. She was with Nutmeg in the hospital. Because I forgot um, about this part. I'm going to tell you where I had my problem. I didn't really mind Janet because I came to love Janet over the years. 
you know, and I and I like Dusty, and Dusty needs to be making babies with everybody, especially no. when he has his hair cut like that. Now, if, when his hair was grown out, no, but you <laughs> know, um, but so I, I like Janet. I mean, I really came to love the character of Janet. Let me but, guess, um, you're gonna say Craig's son? Uh, didn't really mind that. That's historical. That's really normal. You know, the rich. <laughs> Man, and having a baby with the... His I know, but it just age. seemed like a pointless character no, to introduce. I'm going to tell you what really is when I got mad is with those three children. I don't give a damn about liberty and fit and unfit and must quit and Parker, you know, fucking his cousins. I Another world did not do that. That's one thing I will say. There was one little throwaway scene where Allie was like, I want to go on a date with the boy that's on Vampire Diaries now because he was Jake's cousin, a nephew or somebody. That's all we saw. you know. And it was more of a character moment for Amanda because she was like, oh, God, my little daughter likes boys now. You know, I didn't need to see three or four moments with those fools this last you know week i didn't need to see that i didn't care about that fake liberty now if it was the other little liberty i might could have understood it but it's like parker and two recast the last week as the world turns they could have just been incognito i mean nito no because there wasn't no negroes in oakdale anymore (laughs) i know right where was jessica there's another one Oh, yeah. It's, it's looking somewhere holding a microscope on some crime juice <laughs> on one of them New York undercovers or whatever. Well, oh, wasn't I, she on Law and Order, but isn't that done with? Or was that New a York one? undercover Seattle? I don't know. Law and Order SVU. Oh, okay. Now, Mike, I know you've been watching As the World Turns a very long time. What were mm-hmm. your thoughts on the final week? Well, I've only watched it once, so... Uh, my final week, I thought it was a little skits that they had one week where everything focused on Chris and Reed and Luke and nobody else. And then this week it was all Janet, Jack, Carly, and nobody else. Jamie said something in the interview with Colleen that said, if you watch soaps during the 80s, it was a blessing and a curse. I had to put aside what I feel. I still have that in my head and just take it for what it is. In today's world. And how do you wrap up 54 years? Yeah, It's very difficult. So overall, I liked it better than Guiding Light. and more connected to the show than Guiding Light. I felt that they had wasted huge amounts of time before the last week. I didn't like Jack and Carly getting married outside. I was waiting for Alexander to come out of the bushes. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like it, I was thinking the same thing. And that harsh lighting was so bright that I could see everybody's wrinkles, which, you know, sorry to say. Like I said, if I saw Lisa come out of a bush, I'm here with Eduardo. Mail something because she's a film student. Because I'm a dummy about stuff like this. Okay, Mm -hmm. I went to um, I posted about the little film short Tequila Sunrise that was made for five thousand dollars. Why is it that film shorts and imaginary bitches can have something that does not make them look like that outside, but a million dollar production has to make people look? hideous like that mm-hmm. I, I think the million dollar production is the operative word mm-hmm. it all depends why? on what kind of camera you use 
and the editing software. Why do I need to see people's caked up makeup on their pimples? Why? Oh, Lord. Mike? It's supposed to be fantasy. We're not supposed to see that. (laughs) We're only supposed to find out they look like that when we go to the Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) Mike? Yeah. What else did you think? Um,. I I could have done with less Janet, but uh, just for Dusty's sake, I was happy that uh, it was his baby because I wanted that more for Dusty than I did for her. Oh, forget I think, that. Like, I was glad it was Dusty's for the simple fact that I didn't want it coming between Jack and Carly. Well, Amen. right, yeah. And yeah, I'm glad Jack and Carly actually – and I, I'm glad Jack and Carly had the lead up to the wedding and not you know the meet me at the lighthouse kind of thing where – Reva could have taken the wheel from Josh and driven over the side of the cliff. Nobody ever knows what happened to them. At least I know. At least I know Carly's pregnant and they're living happily oh, ever God. after. At least, at least until she does something Reva really stupid. Reva is happy in her <laughs> Kmart jumper. <laughs> there was a lot of. There were Talking a lot of. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Um, there were a lot of great moments. Um, and probably some missed opportunities, but you know it's kind of hard. I would think I, I I'm not a, a writer of soaps to kind of interject all these characters over the years. I know people. Some people thought it would have been great if um, Ellen Stewart came back and and Penny Who'd she and, play? and huh? Um, I'm sorry. Ellen Stewart. Which one is that? Oh, she was um, one of Nancy's, and um, uh, she was Susan's mother-in-law. Oh, okay. And Emily's grandmother and david and Stuart, uh david and um her were married for several years but uh, my thing is that okay okay roger Stewart family can't... was one of the was one of the tentpole families of the show right. for many years okay roger newcomb gets mad and he's told me he gets mad about emily and susan and that other girl being called stewart's and now yeah. i guess i understand why he's like they're not stewart's right. <laughs> he's like none of them are really stewart's <laughs> well, the thing is, they they are of that family, and I I feel like you know you have all these people that you want to come back, but how do you actually get them all back? And it's possible that they didn't want to. So, you know, I I don't know what deserves a mention and not a mention for stuff like that. I like that Barbara got her ending. I mean, she's the been my longest favorite character, and she's the only one that I wanted to see resolve all these things she had a horrible relationships with her children over the years and she was great in her business and there was a times when she was written into a corner but she managed to pull it all together and find happiness and resolve issues with her kid and even though her and emily will be probably always butting heads with each other they seem to have a little bit more respect for each other which they never really did so there are some things that i liked um I love John and Lucinda. I think John coming back, for him to come back after what we perceive, perceive happened to him, that he was just booted off the show, left to walk down the hallway and never come back, um, he came back and, wow, he was awesome. Of course, he was never a perfect character, but him and Lucinda were always great together. And He's mellowed over the years. Yeah, I man. sort of half expected him to be end up being Reed's father. I, <laughs> I kind of... I kind of like that um, Lucinda and Craig kind of learned a lesson in letting go and not controlling Um, because, you know, it shows a little growth and, you know, at the end you can have a little growth. So I don't know. It's it's like it's bittersweet. I I feel like that – I feel like when I watched Guiding Light, it was over. 
I feel like I'm going to turn my DVR on, my TiVo on, and it's going to be on my list. And it's not. So, I mean, when I, I saw my season pass manager, it said no upcoming episodes. And I, know, I was like, right? oh, you know, and that has not hit me yet. And I saved Thursday and Fridays because there was a lot of Thursday's episode that I liked. Um, I loved uh, Luke listening to Reed's heart. There were a lot of nice goodbyes um, and moments on Thursday as well as Friday. So I don't know. I mean, overall, I'm, I'm happy with it. But there's that whole thing where I don't really feel like it's still over yet. So that hasn't really sunk in for me. Bernard, what are your thoughts on the final week and the final episode? I have already put myself up on the stake for people to light fires and they've lit, lit fires under me for what I've written on uh, <laughs> on the blog. You're and a so DC member it. now. You're a DC member now. <laughs> 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 so I might as well continue that tradition. Um, uh, basically, um, I'm, I'm not in disagreement, not, not in deep disagreement with anybody, but it's no secret that I really embraced the last, the last, few weeks and stories of, of the show because in my opinion it was uh, you know it was, it was all a fait accompli it was already done and so unless they just sort of like seriously screwed up I, I already had gone into it uh, you know making the best of it that I could that's, that's like with guiding light I mean it was I, I think if, if people sort of remember how I felt about that I was I was like I was okay with it I was like okay it's all right I'm fine with how they ended. Uh, there were things that they did wrong, but I'm okay. I loved As the World Turns ending far, far more than, than, than I did Guiding Light. And, and just to sort, of, uh, uh, to sort of touch on some of the things that, that all of you other fine folks have said, um, I got the stories at the end um, with, with, uh, with the focus on Janet. And, uh, and and what I've mentioned before, um, uh, Ralph Manzo and Blackthorn and that whole mess. And, um, and and I got all of that because those were just really plot catalysts to move the main characters to where they needed to be towards the end. They weren't Janet, – Janet, for example, Janet was – she became a necessary evil to drive conflict for, for Jack and Carly up until the end. And – her thing with the baby and Dusty was almost, in the end, was almost as much about Dusty because mm-hmm. people who go back really sort of long into the weeds about, uh, about, uh, about Dusty's history, which was brought up in the interview with, with Colleen, knows that, there were, that one of Dusty's main character through lines is that Dusty has never had a family that made sense. His father, Burke Donovan, turned out not to be his father. Um, uh, then it turned out that his biological father was Gunnar St. Clair, who was Barbara, who was the love of Barbara's life at that time. Who rode off into that, that balloon. Right. <laughs> and what's found, and, right, and, and the thing that the story, the story beat that, that I think they were planning to revisit with Gunnar was, was that Gunnar's body was found in Africa after he had died of some blood disease, which is why he left O'Hale in the first place. Did they shrink but, his head, too? Like Shannon, I don't think so. <laughs> but but, but I know, did like never... that Dusty and John got to, I mean, that was like a really yeah. important oh, yeah. that's for me at the end. But not to interrupt, but that's right. all I want to say. Oh, no, 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 no. I love that part because that was, that was, 
a whole part of that arc where at the end, Dusty got his, you know, he got his fam- he got a mm-hmm. family of his own. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, Jennifer had, uh, you know, had been, <laughs> she died. And, you know, there was that whole thing with, with, uh, with, uh, with Johnny, who's really Craig's kid. So at the end, when it walked away, even though it seemed like it was really all about Janet and the Chaconi sisters and all of that, it was really Dusty, too, who got his final character arc and closure and all of that. And that whole thing with Manzo and Blackthorn, that was really to provide a spark for Lucinda to get for, for Lucinda to really sort of come to grips with her past as Mary Ellen Walters, which I thought was just incredible that they brought that up. Um, and if you don't have that history with that, you're like, so what's the big deal? But when it came out that Lucinda was really Mary Ellen Walters, who had burned, who had grown up dirt poor in Peoria, and that she had married, um, I'm forgetting uh, what, uh, what, what uh, Mr. Walsh's first name was, but she had married old Mr. Walsh, and that's how she came into, uh, uh, you know, her own as a mogul when he died, and she, she, she found it worldwide, but she got her money from Walsh, if I, from Mr. Walsh, if I remember that correctly. But there was always these little, there was always this big chunk of, you know, kind of what happened in between that. And I think they used Manzo as a way to they use Manzo as a way to sort of spark that to sort of fill in that little blank that she had associated with some people who would turn out to be shady, and then he's like, "Well, Lucinda, you're you're still a fine looking woman. Let's go run off." And she's like, she has this look. There's a scene that he did when uh, Manzo said that, and Lucinda has this look in her face, and she's she's like, "Hmm, maybe I can run off, but not with you." And that was so- the way. You know, that's the way that that played out. And then, of course, when John Dixon comes back, the man who had accepted her as Lucinda Walsh and not Mary Ellen Walsh, but who accepted her for who else, that's the man that she could run away with. And that's the person who she could that, – that's the way where she could finally let go of Worldwide, which had been – which had defined her for many years, but which she had also used as a crutch. See, I'm going to be honest. I didn't like the whole everybody giving up their careers. I mean, what does that say? That Barbara doesn't want to do B.R.O. anymore. Lucinda doesn't do... I I don't know. For me, and I I totally get what you're saying, but in 54 years of rich history on this show, did we really need plot devices from day player guest stars from other shows to get these people back to the point where they needed to be. With that much history with Barbara, did we really need a clown and Terry Garber to get Barbara to her end game? I just Well, I, I think that's debatable. I think that's debatable and I think it's I think it's a very legitimate debate. I think that in the in the in the in the grand scheme of things, I mean that's the way they chose to go. And whether you disagree or agree with it, and I, I'm sort of, I'm sort of in the, I'm sort of in the camp. Well, some of them worked and some of them didn't. Well, and um, see, for me, for me, it's sort of, it, it sort of exemplifies how I feel like as the world turns versus Guiding Light ended, because for me, when I think of Guiding Light's ending, I remember really j- enjoying the lead up to that final episode. The, the the stuff that happened prior to that episode, I remember more than I will as the world turns. Well, a lot of it was Thursday. cribbed from well, – a lot of it – I mean it was done better, but a lot of it was cribbed straight from God in Light. You well, know? no, but oh what, I'm, what I'm – 
the death having to happen right before, you know, Alan sat there and fell asleep and died on that bench. Mm-hmm. And now we got Reed getting hit by a damn train. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and I and I understand that. But my, my point was for the actual final week, not everything that took place prior to the final week, when you look at the final episodes, I enjoyed As the World Turns final episode a hundred times too. more wow. than I did Guiding Light. I know that I enjoyed Guiding Light's Monday through Thursday episodes more than I enjoyed As the World Turns well, Monday through Thursday say, episodes. And, and people can say what they want about it, you know, in terms of the. But I firmly believe Guiding Light's last episodes were so awful because of that production model. Had that mm-hmm. been done in a in a studio, I think they would have been part, you know equal what it you know i i don't for me that doesn't fall because whatever the only thing i ever think of with guiding lights finale is two things people running around town doing the cha-cha and josh and reva riding off in a green truck and that no, tack is shitty ass i know those are the only no, two and things i remember that everybody liked each other at the on the last episode a year later and i hated that too and yeah and so, and so to me to me when it comes to the final episode just specifically as the world turns beat guiding light but guiding light the monday through thursday episodes the stuff that yeah. took place in those episodes i enjoyed them a bunch more for me the thing I loved about this last week, though, I was telling Mel this um, earlier in the week, and I was like, there was three times that really got me. When Luke was listening to Reed's heart and Chris, mm-hmm. that was one. It was like, They're going to okay. sleep together. Now. That's, that's <laughs> the continuation. <laughs> I, I, you, mean I, Tony, you mean when that's Tony how was Olivia. listening to no, you mean That's how Olivia. Was- <laughs> Me when Tony was listening to BJ's heart because that reminded me so much of yeah, it. The people I expected to get choked up over Carly, but I didn't. I got choked up over oh crap, and now suddenly her name slips my mind. Uh, Margot when she was having her breakdown and the final scenes when Bob was saying goodbye. Those were the three scenes that really got to me, and I didn't expect it because I figured with my love for Carly and Jack that everything that was going to get to me was Carly and Jack. Bernard, what were your what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to I was make a comment about uh, the BJ's Heart comparison. I remember that one of the um, BJ's Heart uh, from Jim uh, Hospital. I remember that the, one of the uh, soap opera Mac publications actually said there was a nod. To that scene that was in the la- that was in uh, the was that the next to the last episode or was that the last episode that that um, uh, Luke listened to Greek heart in Chris's chest? I'm well, see sure that, that proves the point. Then who was but, it? But, we we got to figure out at this show where is the genetic link? Is it Bloom? I know Bloom was at GH or, at some point. What was the whole obsession with GH on the last year of this show? We have Kevin Collins. We have uh, the AJ. Nurse. We have AJ Allen. I think as the world turns, fans really wanted as the world turns at the end. I don't disagree. No, I mean, just... all of them aren't like us. Most people I've you know encountered that aren't on the line and stuff, they have their soap or maybe their line. Their network. Yeah, right. yeah, maybe their lineup, but and it's the same thing over there at GH. You know, they don't. He doesn't want their vets, but he wanted to give Martha Byrne an arc. Why don't they just want the damn vets from their own shows? I just don't get that. I mean, Mm-mm. even as it said, I mean, I do feel it was a last a good last week, but it's like, why bring Stuart Damon back? 
when there are so many other people in the history of this show that I don't know, because like I said, I've only been watching 11 years. But <clears throat> They were given a golden opportunity, um, I think, when Nancy passed away, to give her a funeral where everybody would come back. I mean, I, it, was a, it was a sweet episode, the tribute that they did for her. But, you know, you can watch The Young and the Restless on how to do a funeral. Yeah, it's oh, not for Chancellor's I can tell effort. you right now when Days of take that much of it. I don't know if it takes that much of an effort to yeah. put that together, but for Nancy who was there all those years, you could have got all the characters in to yeah. say their goodbyes. And they should think about the specific fans of that show. There's so much of these a lot of these soap producers are lusting over other soaps. Brian Franz lusts over Days. Goutman obviously has a hard nut for GH. The fans love their shows. If at the end of Days of Our Lives, because that's my favorite at this point, you know, the one I have the most history with, if there are seven people in contract roles from General Hospital or As the World Turns, it's going to piss me off. Because it's like, okay, so the showrunner of that moment always wished they were writing GH or whatever, but the fans don't give a fuck about GH on Days. It's the only like, person I know that has an association with GH is that Leah, is it Lee Lehman? She mm-hmm. wasn't there when BJ got ran over, so. Well, maybe you know, she nobody, wanted to be nobody's there. Ever managed, <laughs> nobody's managed to do the heart transplant story since then. Sorry, I've watched it. Well, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, it, like yeah, it. it's such a, it's, yeah, it's like, and I'm sorry. I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm not looking for the agenda, but. It does speak volumes that the only character that didn't get their rush to happily ever after was Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel that speaks volumes. It's almost like, okay, the gay's not happy. Please buy our Clorox again or whatever. You know, it's like, sheesh. Well, Jamie, um, with the show wrapping up, I uh, you have told me that you're going, you're planning on doing one of your wishful castings for the As the World Turns cast. Mm-hmm. But is there one star who hasn't already landed somewhere that you'd like to see land somewhere else in a wishful casting, and where, and why, and which soap? Um, this might surprise people, but Grayson McCooch is a very good-looking man. He's a good actor. I think he could be a huge get for any show. I would love One Life to Live to me continues to just have the same dynamics with the same 40-something guys having to screw all the same 40-something women in that town. And I would love for him to come over there as Kevin. I would like Grayson McCooch hmm. as Kevin. Yeah. Oh, he'd, he'd, be he'd be good. He would uh, be Julie good. Pinson I would love to see. I'll do a couple of them and leave the rest for the blog. Julie Pinson... Okay, my first dream, so I don't make make any GH fans mad. Of course I want Rena Sofer to come back now that the goddess has returned. But if she doesn't, for whatever reason, want to come back, I would love Julie Pinson Julie. as Lois Cerullo. Yeah. Um, let's see. John Hensley, I, I would have, I'd love him to come on YNR as Cole. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. I love that. Um, no. 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 <laughs> wait. Wait. Isn't Cole the Eddie Cibrian character? No. No. Okay. I was gonna say, boy, what? that would be quite the aging. What? The what? <laughs> what in the name of heaven and hell? No. 
You're no. thinking Cole from Sunset. Deschanel. Yeah, Deschanel. Yes. Cole on Sunset Beach. Very yes. good. Almost. Eddie Cyprian <laughs> was on Wine Up and Not If That Carrot. Yes, he was, mm-hmm. uh, he was Matt Clark, rapist Matt Clark. Right. Yeah, I was, was going to say, boy, you really sore assed if you went and, from no, Eddie Cyprian to John Hensley. <laughs> Uh-uh, no, John Hensley uh, on Y&R. You know Maria will dick that. Well, and I'm going to be honest. I have to go ahead and say I really don't want anyone else on Y&R because Maria is trying to cast me right now as Drusilla. She is trying to cast everybody on that show. Know, I am Chemo Abbott and Mel is Kyle Abbott. So what, you know? So, no, I'm going chapeau shopping tomorrow. <laughs> you know? For real. Uh, Ooh. And I'm going to bring my own hair stuff, too, because Victoria Rada told everybody they don't like to do our heads over there. So, shit, I'm going to You don't out. have any hair, so you ain't got to go out and get me a good wig. So yeah. I but, um, <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, Colleen broke my heart when she told us she didn't want to go to any soaps because <laughs> I've heard that people want her. I've heard that. You know, she is is wanted. Me now, I'm gonna be real. Now, this is a time when Procter and Gamble is so weird though about this kind of stuff because you know, Another World when it went off, ABC tried to buy the Felicia Gallant character. P and G is like that kid, that fat kid, and I'm fat, so I can say this. There's mm. done ate up six ice cream bars and you know got diarrhea need to use the bathroom and somebody <laughs> asks can I have that other one no you can't have it it's Ow. Like, <laughs> I but I you know if they would if they would allow the purchasing of the Barbara Ryan character hello Bold and the Beautiful is a fashion yeah, soap I said that before oh, that would Barbara Ryan on Bold and the Beautiful yeah, that would said, be fantastic. She would, wreck, she would she would wreck shop with um old girl Susan Flannery. Susan mm-hmm. Flannery, not only that, I'd love to see her opposite Catherine Kelly. I would love for Nick right. to be like uh BRO is about to go I mean not BRO, see. Uh Jackie M. Jackie M is about to go under. And they bring her on. Or if they don't want to do that, because, you know, like I said, P&G don't want you to have their ice cream. Shit, they ain't going <laughs> to eat it, but they don't want you to eat it. So if P&G wouldn't sell the character because they want you to come watch, come read Another World Today, or some mess, uh, then what about Margot? She could play Margot, the role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember the mother her. Of Wait, one o'clock. She, Margo, oh, she was on uh, at the beginning. She was like a fashion assistant at Forrester that yeah. used to school Eric, and Big Steph didn't like her. So yeah, I mean, you know, she Colleen, was involved with uh, Clark. Uh, Clark, Bill, yeah, her, right? Clark had a son, yeah, and she and Bill, you know, so yeah, she could come back and mix it up. Colleen Zink would kill Margo McLean Lindley. Yeah, yeah, that was back when that show was so sexy and glamorous. So babush. Well, and that totally describes Colleen, sexy and glamorous. Let's talk a little bit about you as the world. That leg up on that boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about as the world turns final re- ratings. The week prior to the um, ep- series ending, it was above all my children, one life to live in days in total viewers. It tied as number fourth in households, and it was number six among women, eighteen to forty-nine, up eighty-four thousand and sixty-four thousand respectively jamie you write ratings rants and raves what are your thoughts when they on don't C- depress me yeah you know unlike god in light which i think got a final push this has pretty much been 
what we've seen, not to this degree, but as the world turns has has you know spanked the lower lesser ABC cousins a couple of times, and in fact more than a couple of times lately. They've been really beating them a lot in total viewers. I just think more than anything, it speaks volumes of the trouble that all my children and one life to live are in. You know, that's it's not kosher to talk about it. You know, you're not being positive if you state the obvious. If you, yeah. you know, if you see a diabetic person pouring sugar down your throat and you say maybe they shouldn't do that, you're not being positive. But, you know, I mean, the fact that a soap opera that just got canceled was watched this past week by more people that watched Days of Our Lives, All My Children, or One Life to Live, that's a scary thought. More so for Days because they're, you know, a production company-owned soap. Um we know that ABC owns their soaps, and they love to tout that as, as reason that they're safe. But, you know, no. One Life to Live is not safe. I'm not going to beat that like a drum. But it's not safe. It's not safe. The same person that told me that they were moving out west has told me they've got about a year pending any miracle rating. Roger Howarth returns. Yeah, so... It, 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 they're in trouble. They're in trouble. I mean, it's stating the obvious. They're in trouble. They're all in trouble. They're all in trouble because 49.8% of the U.S. labor force, according to the last census, is made up of women. So their business model is broken, and they're not doing anything to fix it. I mean, I'm going to blog a story here in a minute. It'll be up on D.C. by the time. But um, the people that do that Coronation Street over in England, they're developing a social networking game where you can play the characters. They're doing it called Cory Nation, and you can play your characters. You can, I guess, it's like a Sims type it's thing. It's basically like, it's it's like a Sims or Sims a World of Warcraft. Well, they're or, calling yeah. it Sims meets those farm build type things. Yeah. And it's like, I hate sometimes, I don't hate them as people because, you know, they might, you know, pet kittens and donate to the blind and read porn to the blind like that woman that Devin Green says people should do. <laughs> but they're terrible, out, terribly out of touch people. They shouldn't be hated. We shouldn't hate Brian Franz because, I mean, it's kind of irrational to hate someone about TV show, you know. But I do hate that they won't retire or go play golf on Pebble Beach or whatever because it's like they're so out of touch. The fact that they thought that those shitty webisodes that maybe did was uh, no, that's not the answer. Do you really watch popular web shows? Do you what do, do you get on and look at the people playing Farmville? I see people on there buying cows all day long. You know, there was an article. Um, the it's other supposed day to be at work. That's what I don't get. How people are just that that is the new soap opera. Well, not only and that, I, but you can have the farm on your phone. But they're too busy yeah. killing off the same people and bringing them back from the dead and doing the same old bullshit that they've been doing. I mean, the return from the dead before the. I mean, Jay Bernard probably can speak to this even more. It only really became. A device because a bunch of big popular stars left in the 80s and then they crapped out in Hollywood so they had to come back. It shouldn't be used anymore. I mean, it shouldn't be used when the person's still under contract. That's just dumb. We're sick of that. 
We loved it back then because we had a huge star coming back. I, you know, I wouldn't. Deirdre Hall's coming back will forever be etched in my memory. Oh, you know, but Lord. it doesn't matter anymore. I don't care that Tia's gonna come back from the dead on One Life to Live next <laughs> hey, week. Chance, I Chance died and came back from the dead in care. one week on Y and R. Anything anymore? Death mm, means right. nothing in daytime anymore. Hell, BJ gonna come back tomorrow. She she alive? That ain't well. Nothing. Something <laughs> that will be coming back after October twenty fifth. Actually, got a baboon heart in her. That BJ gonna show up. <laughs> well, you see what they did with Stavros. You see what they did with Stavros. His ass did a jackknife in that mayor's mansion and came back as a pop. Star. And Luke is gonna be sleep. He gonna be sleeping with um Chris standing up straight. You know. With their shirts off and they're gonna hug real tight because that's how they that's how gay people have sex. <laughs> well, that's, that's what they did with um, uh, Leslie Leslie Weber. Good lord, my friend stopped watching that show after she died, and she shows up thirty years later. Yeah, really know who she is anymore. No, she, Leslie right. Weber. She she ain't on that show no more. She well, comes. You know what? They bring her every year. They'll bring out Aunt Leslie. But it's Christmas. Look crazy. Uh, well, something that won't be coming back from the dead after October 21st, at least to our knowledge at this point, is Procter and Gamble classic content on YouTube and Hulu. Jamie, what will you do without being able to watch your Rachel Corey? I will get some tech geek to illegally download all of them. <laughs> the CD for me. Or I might just buy me a big curly perm wig and start and get me a YouTube channel and act about myself. I'm going to get oh. Jilly. No. Hey, it will get you on General Hospital, so go ahead and do it. I'm going to get Jilly in a blind wig and she's going to be Iris. And I want her to be. And I'm a yeah, I want her to be my carbon duckings, Iris. <laughs> and I'm going to tell her, you didn't look Mac like I did. Ooh, and I'm going to pop you right here, Nick. Get out of my face. I'm going to make Luke wear a gray wig and a mustache, and he's going to be back. And oh, like, oh, back. I want to be Carl Hutchins. Carl is badass. We're going to oh, make... Um, oh, Luke and Jamie could be calling Rachel. Oh, you just see you. There you go. The devil is so busy. You're going to be recast. No. <laughs> <laughs> the role of Iris is now being played by Melody. For that, you get to be David Andrew McDonald. <laughs> you leave my David Andrew McDonald alone. My baby in a tree. <laughs> and he, at least Edmund didn't pop up in Oakdale looking for oh, oh, oh. Chris did. Oh. Yeah, but the oh. other show killer did. Well, yeah. In if fairness to David Andrew McDonald, Jamie made a very good point. I hate to say this because Daniel is a great actor, but now nah. he the new show killer. Show came killer. To what? <laughs> oh, it had to go. He came to do his safety money, and they lost all they honey. He went to God Light, and it went turned out. Now I'm just playing. But as the world turns, stop spinning. But that's a, yeah. I mean, it, it, technically you know. though, it was canceled before he joined. He's the last season boy. <laughs> but yeah, one oh. life to live. Whatever you do, do not. Oh, bring him on, Daniel Cosgrove. Sing Hell it with David Andrew McDonald. Ooh. 
Well, Mike, what are your thoughts on them pulling the PNG content? He could have popped out of the bushes at um, Jack and Carly's wedding looking for Jeffrey. That was Lisa. Um, He could have been looking for JJ. Where was JJ? They didn't (laughs) talk about that stray. I know. (laughs) I guess him and and Daniel is somewhere just... Well, you heard Jay Bernard. Jay Bernard said he in board school. But did but they talk yeah. about him? They yeah, mentioned him. They mentioned oh. JJ. Okay, so, I guess then they didn't in the last episode, did they? Yeah. Yeah, they it, did. I think so. Oh, I must have yeah, missed. Carly it. mentioned all of the kids. When Carly announced the baby, she announced oh. she ran out. She ran out her. She ran out her eighty-seven kids. And See, I could have seen that show right there because you know a good crazy character will always bring a show back. Look at the days. JJ should have come home and started killing folks because <laughs> they just shipped that boy off and ain't cared shit about him since. He ought to just come home and just tear I think I agree with Mel. When Katie was about to sputter out that she would have married Chris, that Simon should have knocked on the door. I, I know that's help. right. Oh, Simon should have come back, especially since uh. especially since during the final episode, there was a promo. Watch Maura West and Paul Layden on YNR coming right. soon. You would think that you would have had Simon oh, show up at Kate's door. If that had oh, happened, I would have been in heaven just to have Simon been, at the door. I, I would have been fine something. with Katie being conflicted about whether she wanted to be with Chris or not. Well, yeah, and then Chris could have She have threw her ass, her little ass up in Simon's arms and ran out of there. Thank left you. The baby, left the baby and Chris at his bad heart. <laughs> now, Mel, what are you going to do if they pull all your Marie Bartlett clips? <sighs> don't worry, I got them saved on my computer. But that's not the point. Oh, don't admit that. <laughs> Which what? one were they? Him and uh, Remy, what was his name? Yeah. They were all out, out there hosing uh, each other off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop you bringing me back. No. I think. <laughs> I think. Proctor... Mel needs to be hosed off. <laughs> yeah. You see, look what you didn't start it. I think P- Procter and Gamble taking down all the old clips is really just disrespectful, and it's it's such a testament to how much they do not want to be in the. They want y'all to read another world today. I mean, oh. it's almost like they're trying to erase it. It's like, okay, got rid of Guidelight as well turns. Check, check. Oh wait, there's still these clips on the internet. Let, let's get rid of those too. You know. Well, and this what's ass, see? This is watch, this is my question. Stupid. Are they, they pulling? Are they just pulling official clips like the Meg Ryan wedding on As the World Turns? They're or are they going official. to go after all no. of the fan videos? No, it's just official now. But who knows? They might go after them eventually. Well, considering CBS has had fights with. YouTube over content before I wouldn't be surprised. No, they're just pulling they're pulling just official clips because nobody really noticed but there is like a little another world page on YouTube. Yeah. There's an another world page. I think there's a as the world trains page and guiding mm-hmm. lights. Mm-hmm. And they never updated them. Hulu like people used to fight on Hulu so they could update another world and they just started doing it and they taking them down it's like they probably don't want to pay nobody no residuals however you'd have to pay for digital content no they want you to read mindy lewis's tweets, tweets. mindy lewis was tweeting about gregory hudson dying i said lord pansy killing hudson in the 80s <laughs> no more when you leave him alone you son next bitches. thing we know donna's gonna bite it and then the two grandkids like, jack at and, least we can uh, have jake the fantasy. and Vicky. 
I <laughs> I have a hard enough time trying to uh, keep up with real people. Now I've got characters I was on mad Facebook for 30 and minutes Twitter. After I saw that, Mike, I was like, <laughs> "Y'all and kill Gregory." So Paul Charlene probably done turned back into Charlotte. I ain't even there. Turned into Charlotte, dressing up in a slutty dress and screwing strange men, and we can't even watch it help her. Well, I uh, watched this kill. I think I read something where Cecile was raped, and I'm like, ain't Cecile 60 some odd years old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is going through Bay City raping old women. I'm like, no. <laughs> raping this stuff. See, this, that's don't mess, you don't mess with my Cecile, because I loved her. And see, now this. Someone love her a lot too, then. Because we blame the networks and we blame Procter and Gamble, you know. But this shows they can't write. That is, at the end of the day, the problem of daytime. Even when you you got your own imagination and a blog where you can write fanfic, you killing people. You you killing off uh, Gregory Hudson? What did you kill it, Gregory Hudson for? And why the hell does Mindy Lewis care about it? Don't she have a collection, a fall collection to be designing? She needs to design her Aunt Reva something so she don't have to wear them Kmart jumpers no more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm like I'm two words, lame Brian. Hey Brian, I'm real. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, this is totally went off track, but let's talk a little bit about where some of you your favorite as the world turns stars you, are going to end up. Wait, you can only make fun of it because when you sit down and think about how they fucked over your soaps, you will just get angrier and angrier. You know, everybody's just like, "You're not positive. You're not positive." I'm like, "I, I am positive. I'm positive that some morons at the networks are killing them shows off." Mm-hmm. But I will give both of them their props. And, you know, production models aside, the last six months of God in Light, like I said, production model aside and As the World Turns were better than the last six months of Another World. As much as it pains me to say that, because really? that show was my heart. Yeah, and, I loved And, and uh, all, As yes. Another World had beautiful sets. They had beautiful sets, but they didn't have a 70-year-old woman with twins on the oh, mother shows. Reba was, Reba was 60 now. She was, getting, she was too oh, old. What to was that thing with David Andrew McDonald and We're those right. spears? You know, he didn't, they didn't have called? the Lumina storyline. Oh, God, and, that was And terrible. Lila's baby at a tree, so, you know. Gorillas. I, if you all talk about my gorilla again, I told you all that was part of Cass and Wallyford and Felicia's history. Then some history should just stay in the past. I loved Caroline. So Casey back. the alien had better come back on General Hospital. No, I said that should stay in the past. And zap Lisa. Yeah, they might as well. You know what? I'm serious. I used to think about, oh, if I was a soap writer, I'd do this. Now, I would do crazy shit like that, because what's the point? You know, let's just have a ball. I'd bring Casey the alien back and have his take out his ray gun and blast Lisa into a billion bits. I would. What's the point? Well, let's and talk. I'd bring somebody back. I'd bring on, let's see, who would I cast? Well, Maria Arena Bell and cast all the primetime actors in Hollywood, but I'd find somebody <laughs> and bring them back as Snuckfoss Cassidy and have him heat up the world this time. He gonna turn everything up so hot that you got to pay him all this kind of money to 
cool your house off or just something ridiculous. I don't know. Well, let's talk a little bit about where some of the As the World Turns are going to end up after now that As the World Turns has gone off the air. Maura West and Paul Layden are going to Y&R. There's already a promo pick out dun, dun, dun. for Maura West as Diane Jenkins. And needless Big to say, first week and then horrible stories. For the me. haircut scared the living daylights out of me. I'm so used to Maura's hair being long, flowing oh, locks. Gosh. We'll see how it looks. Dude. Leslie Kay returns to B&B, and she'll be popping up on the second season of Venice. Marie Wilson. Jane- oh, no, she coming back to Venice. Marie Wilson. I hope Jamie, she gets you... that accent under control. I love Leslie Kay, but that was not a good look for her on that show. What accent did she have? She was British. Oh, and it oh. came and went like the wind. She need to talk <laughs> to Vicky Wendy. She need to talk to Vicky Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy can do her British Yeah, she can. Uh, I asked Marie Wilson. Side of Chicago. She sounded like she getting some tea and crumpets. Like, Jamie. You broke some news about Marie Wilson on the blog. Marie Wilson will be going to Workshop, the second season of Workshop, which Luke and I are associate producers on. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, Lord, we're going to see Battlestar Galactica on that. Mary Beth Evans and Dylan Bruce, both former As World Turn stars, are now on The Bay, which just recently premiered. Trent Dawson, you can see him on stage in the revival. In our interview with Colleen Zink, she indicated that she will have a production coming out later this fall or sometime this winter. And then there are those wonderful persistent rumors about Roger Howarth's possible return to One Life to Live. It is not. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know. I'll wear the egg on my face. I was afraid to say this at first because I'm like, what if I'm wrong? I have been told by numerous sources it's not true. Carolyn Hensey, who would also know, says it's not true. If Kiki Hensey and <laughs> I both say it, it's bunk, yeah, I better believe it. I, I'm sorry, you know, no offense to Soap Opera Network, good people, but I went right to my sources, and no, One Life to Live wants him, definitely. There have been talks, but he ain't signed Nathan. It ain't been no I dotted, talk cross, tossed, salad, nothing. He has not signed on to return to this show by December. Now, if that is the case, I will, if it happens, I will blog. Soap Opera Network got it right. But I was told that's not, that's, that is not happening. Um, you know, I hear Rogers playing reindeer games. He's doing like what some other stars have done in the last couple of years. Yeah, I want to come back now. I don't want to come back in. Yeah, that wouldn't happen to by chance be Vanessa Marcel, would it? Well, but at least Vanessa had some other gigs. You know, she was playing a nanny somewhere on Hallmark. And, you know, <laughs> well, let's let's move on to our final to topic. Over there. With only six soaps left, what remains for us as soap viewers to watch? Now, Mel, I was talking to you earlier this week and about what um, – you might or might not be picking up af- as as after as the world turns went off the air, and you indicated that you might be checking out General Hospital Boy. Oh my God! Yeah. It's about damn time. Jesus, I'm finally gonna do it. Oh, I'm gonna Ooh, Mel, it's Hospital. gonna be Mel. I'm. I want to. I want to meet with you like a doctor. I'm gonna give you a prescription. <laughs> okay, I'm after, ready. After about six, seven weeks of GH. I'm going to come and check your vitals and your temperature as a PNG fan these last <laughs> in sorry mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. You're going to be happy. Somebody going to be on there talking about Guza, and you're going to say, shut up! You shut up! <laughs> he ain't put nobody in no trees! He ain't made nobody 
Jump out of the bush! I'm serious. You will have. And they're a... inside, in the house. What? And they look ravaged. Oh, they all and sick? in HD, they are amazing. In HD? Lord. Oh, Let me it tell you something. Like, yep. As much as we criticize, as much as we criticize Jill Farron Phelps, that half all can make it do what it do. <laughs> she, she can. Oh, absolutely. She really can. JFP, in terms of no character, doubt. in terms of character, she's Jill Farron fuck up. But in terms, messed up my guy in light now. No, yeah. but she messed it up in terms of character. Mm-hmm. But in terms of scenes, that blackout was tough, Mel. Come oh, on, now. man, the blackout. Okay, let me. And stop. she, yeah, Jill knows her stuff production-wise. You know, Brenda coming back when she finally saw Sunny that music. <laughs> Jill said, "I'd rather eat pork and beans than have us jumping out of some bushes." I'm serious. And in these dying days, that's what I put. If we at the casino, I'm putting my whole bit. On General Hospital at this point in the game. One Life had it for a long time, but, you know, I still support One Life, but they got I mean, to, they got say to what get you will about Wine Archer. Say what you will. You see, you see Bold and the Beautiful, they're always filming outside here and there. Maria said, I may be. YNR is always beautiful. They- she said, mm-hmm. "I'd like to live is doing that outside stuff too, and I, I'm but just like." But they have Central Park as their background. So I, I don't care if they back. got the Grand Canyon. People don't look good outside with them handicaps. Well, I don't know. Nobody watches. Wait, wait, wait. Let's back up for a second. I don't because think I don't know who filmed Y&R's outdoor wedding scene for it was Victoria amazing. in Billing, but that thing was beautiful outdoors. I restless. I told Maria said, "Look." I do a lot of things around here, but I'd be damned if I'm a well, happy. I've heard they cut no expense on the bed yeah. on Y&R in terms of, of glamour and elegance. No. That was passed down from Bill. Well, you know. actually, Eric Brain said, I'd be damned if I jump out of a bush. She's so happy. She ain't going to know what. She's going to be like, and you don't she gonna I need to out. change inside. Y'all ain't gonna make me go out to a rest stop. You know, John. You know, Jeff Branson probably had was like, I can't believe this. Him and John Driscoll were like, Are we really changing? John is crying. He's like, I have to leave. You know. So. Now, Bernard, you've you've been doing a lot of tweeting over the past years or on about as the world turns. I should say, folks. live tweeting. What are you going to do now that As the World Turns is off the air at the one o'clock time slot? Are you well, going to be picking up another soap, or are you going to um, not watch anymore? Well, uh, I'm of two minds about it. A Smitty, uh, one of our one of our DC readers, says every time I, sw- I tweet a show, it gets canceled. So, well, uh, <laughs> on behalf of all six soaps left, stop your tweeting. I thought I thought that that's one of the minds. Start um, tweeting about the about talk. It. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, oh God, yes, I've thought about tweeting about that. But anyway, um, uh, one life to live, I might pick up again because I actually did used to tweet about uh, one life to live at okay. night. Okay, um, when I'm was going to just soapy. say this now. We already mentioned Daniel Cosgrove. Your tweets <laughs> you are, are killing soaps. You are okay, not look tweeting. At, look at Jay Bernard McDonald. You are not tweeting one well, life. Jay Bernard McDonald. If I see if I see you tweeting one life to live, I will revoke your daytime confidential credentials. You Jay Bernard McDonald, you tweet about. We're showed on our life. I like all of that. I don't want to. Absolutely. 
tweet about the talk. You tweet about the talk. Well, actually, I want to. I want. I want to see that talk. Though. Go Did ahead. I'm sorry, Jeff. No, no. I was just saying I'm conflicted about uh, even picking back One Life to Live up again because I love One Life to Live. I love it. It was probably uh, in that era when um, I started discovering my own shows apart from the shows that I watched with my mother mm-hmm. and um, uh, that and all my children. Um, but after this last, uh, you know, after the whole kish thing where, you know, where they were fired and, and the whole new direction of the show, I've just not been really engaged. Jay Bernard, let me give you some, some advice about One Life to Live. Don't turn it on right now. Wait till November sweeps, because if you turn it on right what? now, you're going to turn it right back off. I know what's Ooh. going on, but I'm just like, oh, whatever. Um, I like when so he tweets about, I like, he's kind of funny when he tweets bold and the beautiful, when he imitates Marcus! <laughs> Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord! Now, Julian, uh, are you uh, going to be Marcus? Marcus, Miss Miss Stephanie, you want some collard greens? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm, no, I'm slapping my thigh. I'm like, do you know we've been set free? Oh, I told you that boy still. You can't, you know what? I'm talking crazy to Luke. Shut up, Luke. You can't talk to Luke like that. I bet you uh-huh. him that old, what's his face, Darius McCreary. They meet in, they probably have a secret tunnel between the shows. Okay. You, you, don't you talk sassy to none of them over there. Now, I'm not going to talk sassy. And listen, <laughs> if you see that Victoria Ross somewhere, you go the other way because she's an uppity negress. She's going to try to get us out And you know Paul Ralph is my chicken. Paul Rouch. Hey, let's not go back into that again. Okay. Uh, Paul Rouch is a wonderful okay. man. I say he's wonderful. Wonderful. J- Jillian, will you be picking <laughs> up on it? Let's say that about my Paul Rouch. Oh, <laughs> oh we that episode that. of Oh, younger the rest of he gonna burn a cigarette on him like he did. <laughs> 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 hey, you when Guiding Light was canceled, um, I said I wasn't gonna watch Let's Make a Deal with anything else. Now that As the World Turns has been canceled, I mean, it, like as a replacement. Now that As the World Turns has been canceled, I'm really not gonna watch the talk. Um, I might check it out. I'm not gonna watch it so regularly. Like I'm going to watch the first because I want to see are they going to get real because they got some crazy issues, but those are some company people. I want to see are they going to get in there and talk, you know, about their real life issues and stuff because I don't think they will. Yeah. You know, cause They're not going to get real. That's going to be boring. Leah Remini is already, you know, flip-flopping when she's like, Scientology is my religion, but I'm not defined. I'm like, AKA, that's that speak for, I'm not talking about Scientology chicks. I don't want Tom Cruise to kick me out the mothership, so. (laughs) Will you be be picking up any other ones, or do you watch them all already? I watch them all already, child. Okay, Mike? Well, this is tough for me. Um, I... I'll be honest. I never really got into The Bold and the Beautiful for a long time. I watched it, and I dropped it, and when I came on board here, I started watching it again. Um, I have not watched that show in a while, and I'm not sure. I'm thinking that I want to gravitate over to either doing nothing at all for a while or or maybe trying to, you know, my first, I cut my teeth on ABC shows. I watched General Hospital, 
And then I got into all my children during the eighties when it was so awesome. And, um, I don't, it, I know it's not so much now, so I, I'm kind of torn about whether I would try general hospital or all my children just to do oh, something. Oh, don't try all my children. It's not worth it. Okay. Oh, look, it's a lie. All my children is getting better. Not in comparison to general hospital. It isn't. If you have to choose okay. one or the other, there is no choice. No, there isn't, but it's, it's getting so. better. And, you know, I was heavily shitting on it this time six months ago. It's getting better. But what I probably liked about both shows is long gone, so it would be starting over again. All it and... takes to have them, uh, to have you tune back into General Hospital is for the actress who played Janet Dillon. What's her name? Robin Matson. Robin, Robin Matson. Matson. That's well, I did take. when Robin Matson came back, and I'll tell you what—I could not get into it. I watched it for well, that was a crappy several story. weeks, and I could not get into yeah, it at all. I love her too, but you know that's my Gina Capwell, but I didn't like right. her in that. Yes. Well, Jamie, yeah. I, I already know that you watch all the soaps, so I'm going to ask you this: What does this hold for the industry with just six left, and where do you see it going? What's your crystal ball? Y and R, two to five years. Bold and the Beautiful, two to four years. Days, a year. All My Children, two years. One Life to Live, one year. That could flip-flop with All My Children, depending on the current of the moment. And General Hospital, two to five years. That's, that's, just, that's a little bit depressing when you put it in that context. I mean, that's just my... Now that's just you, you don't know. think they'll go someplace else. You think they're just going to be gone altogether. They're really, you know what, Mike? And it pains me to say this: the model is broken. Oh yeah. It, you know, unless there's a meeting of the minds where Madison Avenue says, "Look, a lot of gay boys watch these shows. Maybe we should look at Bravo's who Bravo gets to advertise." You know, or or go back to doing a lot more branded content to where people can't fast forward. To where, you know, you have, I mean, look at Sex in the City. I mean, people want to talk about a soap opera. Manolo, Blahnik, and all of them were mentioned a thousand times. If, you know, if these shows could really get in with a solid brand that would fund these hours because they were an hour-long commercial for, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's going to have to be this mod the model that Erna invented in the 30s for depression era housewives is over. It's over. Yeah, they need to women eighteen to forty nine yeah. at work. I, I do feel fairly strongly that, you know, Young and the Restless and General Hospital will be the last two standing. Yeah. This is what I think that they should do, but I don't think that they will. Um an RCO guard, one of our readers, says this. At the end of the day, I'm gonna be honest, with all their power players, you know, if they still were to have say Jack and Victor and Nikki and Ashley and you know a lot of a couple of the younger Abbots and Newman still on the show when it gets to that point to Ooh, where because what basically what's going to happen Just you know into this, bushes. CBS is going to do to YNR and B&B what they've done to the PNG shows we've already seen it these shows didn't get canceled on at one fell swoop they're mm -hmm. going to keep chipping away each time at their licensing fee to where it's going to be the next time Y&R comes around, they're going to say, we're going to pay you less money to license it. So that means we're going to lose. You know, you heard what Les Moonves said when he was talking yeah. to CMB, uh, MSNBC, I think it and was. And that's just putting yeah. him on notice. What will happen is, 
you know, if you really want crystal ball, the next time they're renewed, you know, they're up for renewal, they're going to cut their fee again, and we're going to lose. You know, they're, and they're going to ask Eric Braden to take another half million pay cut, and he's going to tell him do it. He's going to tell him to kick rock. So, and at that point, we really will start seeing, you know, uh, these veterans have to get shaved off, like with Guiding Light. Guiding Light just had this happen ten years ago. You know, we'll start seeing the young and the, you know, Nick is the star of the young and the restless. <laughs> oh, Jesus, help you know, us. We're like screwed. J, like, like JR is the star of, is the, the Chandlers. You know, we're going to see that. I mean, we'll see the older vets get put out to pasture financially, and I applaud YNR for being the show that's held off the longest in doing that. Um, well, but yeah, I mean, I think that it'll just get chipped, 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 chipped. But well, I, I would say before they do that, I would love to see them at least attempt yeah, a prime I, time hour. I mean, totally I, repackage it as the des- model yeah. it up, Desperate Housewives, film it prime time style, you know, keep the Newmans versus the Abbots, and, you know, film it like that, you know, do it as a Dallas. I mean, so? Dallas is coming back. I mean, it's a strong brand, but, I mean, that's going to have to take a lot of out-of-the-box thinking. I know that the soap, you know, As the World Turns just laughed, and I'm not trying to rub salt on anyone's wounds, but you would think that a showrunner would take a look at Guiding Light and As the World Turns and say, okay, this is what killed them. This is what we should not do. We need to revamp mm-hmm. this model because the model is old and it's not working anymore. Well, we, I mean? we kind of said that about Guiding Light, that we hoped that somebody would learn a lesson from it. Well, Chris Goutman, I mean, we all know how he is. Chris Goutman don't listen to nobody. Chris but Gautman you know just... what? I think it was a situation where, and I know this is going to sh- come as a oxymoron from what I've said, yeah, they did go ahead and do that stuff, but I really think they had no choice. I mean, right. at the end of the day, you know, I don't think it was, oh, we're not going to listen to the fans about us not liking that outdoor model. I think CBS left them no choice but to use kaleidoscopes to film this show. Oh, my Lord. Well, let's, <laughs> let's take that. have no money to do that now. Look, I was out there with a point and shoot one day filming. Uh, I filmed Jack and Carly's wedding. I didn't tell y'all that. I mean, that they didn't have no money. They didn't have no money to film it. Well, let's wrap this up with taking a few steps back to a time before kaleidoscopes and recount our favorite As the World Turns memory. Bernard. Oh, you could have been on the old P&G soaps, Luke, because I wanted you to say it now, a word from our sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, you know, sometimes when I'm out. No. No. Oh, Bernard. (laughs) Bernard. What is is your one brief favorite as the world turns uh, memory. It's a little out of the box, but um, mine is actually uh, something one that Jamie brought up. Um, it has to do with the uh, whole Camille Denise story back in the day. Uh, and it's not because it was, uh, you know, there are others that, that immediately jumped to mind for a lot of people, but I love the whole uh, story by, with uh, Camille and Denise because it was one of the few times you saw black characters who really got into internal, who really got into conflicts that are based on the African-American experience. And it was, their big issue was light skin versus dark skin. Camille was light skin. Denise was dark skin. Um, 
they had massive issues because of it. And that's just something that I, I, I don't mm-hmm. quite remember seeing before on daytime. Um, and I certainly haven't seen it since. And, and I just loved the, the authenticity behind that story so much. I mean, there are others that I, like I said, more, more others will, you know, will sort of immediately come to mind to folks, but that one always stuck out to me. So I wanted to go a little bit outside the box with that one. Mel? Mine is kind of a family thing. Um, on my little post that I wrote about As Well Turns, I talked about me and my cousin sitting down and watching As Well Turns during the summer. Being well, during the, during the Hogan Sheffer era, back when it was Carly versus Barbara. Oh, one of those yeah. wonderful days. We used to sit down and count the number of times they would slap each other in a week. Oh, I swear to God, they could have saved this show if they would have redone that a year and a half ago. If they no. would have rebuilt the, that rivalry, this show would not be going off the air. Well, I think, as oh, all turns, I think Carly versus Barbara, show. and they are going at it. B.R.O. versus Carla Tennant. I mean, yeah, it was the good. business. You know, and it, we actually had people doing their mm-hmm. jobs. Barbara was into the fashion business. Carly was always, you know, designing dresses and doing everything, and they were going back and forth. And it was always, you bitch, Barbara, you bitch, Carly, you know? that's what I, I loved that because it showed aspirational characters. Carly mm-hmm. was on the make. That's mm-hmm. why I think telenovelas are popular, because they have that kind of archetype for the female heroine, that she's somebody on the make. You know, Carly was like... You know, she was this grifter. She was a we gave her motivation. You know, but mm-hmm. she she wanted to make it. She just yeah. damn it, she just wanted that fashion company. And when they took that away, it just yeah. I mean, yeah. I, what other motive? We need more motivation in life than dick. And that's all her motivation was the last mm-hmm. five years. Yeah. Jamie, what was your favorite oh, as Lord. the world turns memory? My favorite moment of this show, and it's very hokey, but I loved it. Was with that awful Emily Stewart was spooking Jake and Molly and pretending like she oh, was Jake my Victoria Love Hudson. Oh, Jake Frame McKinnon. Jake and Molly. Oh, Lord. Don't remind me of Anna Stewart. I've had Greeley back on all my children. Anna oh, God. And stop. Greeley, 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 Greeley! Oh. No! Shut oh. up! Anna Stewart is one of my all-time favorite actresses. Shut up. You also oh. think... Ugh. Shut so, up. It ain't, it ain't about Rebecca Bullock. Oh. It wasn't. It's about Anna Stewart. Oh, and this was not about Anna Stewart, who I loved 20 years mm-hmm. before you saw her. Um, <laughs> this was about my Jetsa Buchanan, because with that doggone Molly was like, give it up, Emily. And she went out there on that balcony because she thought that was Emily. And the lightning flashed, and she turned around, and it was the ghost of Victoria Hudson. I said, oh, <laughs> And see, I used to call her Vicky Love because I remember before she changed her name, Vicky Love! Oh, God. Oh, you're, you are so Southern. You calling them by their whole name. I want to do. See, God Light messed me up with that whole Reva coming back as a ghost and then hug spirit traveling back to her body in Amishland because I really wanted them to do that again. I was like, <laughs> can somebody take Vicky's spirit back to her body? <laughs> Jillian, favorite As the World Turns memory? I like... Well, the storyline that I liked was when they had Duncan McKechnie mm-hmm. on, and he had that batshit crazy wife, Lilith, 
Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, woo! Well, I don't know what that Scottish sausage was, but Lord have mercy. She was not trying to have Shannon go after her man, boy. She, you know, she kidnapped her and made it look like she had a shrunken head. And, oh, wasn't it her with the shrunken head? Yeah. Yep. It was yeah. her with the shrunken yeah. head. I missed that. That was, oh, my God. I thought that was phenomenal. I, I, I kind of like just basically the time when, you know, things were thought out. There was a time you guys, you know, talk about business stuff. Well, and Bernard will probably remember this, but Lucinda had a whole slew of people around her. She had Jane and Ambrose and all these people and, and yeah. Matthew. And, and Matthew! it, wasn't just, it yeah. wasn't just about like one person running the business. She had all these people around her who were in her little world. So, uh, but I liked when, um, you know, those standout moments when, Lily found out that Josh was her father and she had the pit, you know, Iva comes running in with the pitchfork. All that stuff was great because it it was led up for so long that that was the one moment that you were like, oh my God, she's going to find out today. And you, you just had to watch it. So, mm-hmm. you know, those Marlin years were great. Douglas Cummings, um, you know, sending oh, yeah. camp those things and and um, the way he turned and, – and he did. He turned Barbara from a doormat into a vixen, and it was it was a believable transition for her because yeah. she was the dumper that, or the dumpy that was going to become the dumper and, yeah. and cause trouble for everybody else. So that, that time period for me was like – that's what got me hooked on the show, and that, that's what I remember. The, the slow build, the the layering, and how everybody was always involved in these big, intricate stories. I miss that. I miss oh. it. And I say what know. you will about Hogan Sheffer, but when he <laughs> took over and wrote Barbara yes. as a bitch on wheels who would get too hood with you, he, yes, that was some of the best shit that we saw in a while. And he, he saved that show. I he gave it believe. extra years. Well, he, he, saved, extra years. he saved her character, too, because she yeah. wasn't doing much. And he's like, I'm going to use her history you know? and, and make her, yeah. I watched, well, uh, during the height of Hogan, I, being such a new viewer to that show, was more excited about As the World Turns than I was every day any oh, other soap. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My favorite memory, it's not Carjack, ironically. Is it from last year? <gasps> no. It's, <laughs> it's Simon and Katie. Simon and Katie. Oh, <laughs> Their romance and that led up to them getting married in the church with Snickers, the lambs, and the snow that came out oh, of nowhere. Stop! Is literally oh. one of my all-time favorite soap weddings. That is probably my all-time favorite. Oh soap boy, wedding. you need to get out, boy. Do you want me to take you? <laughs> I know, oh, I God, know that there. No. But in the context of the time that I've been watching soaps, that is probably my all-time favorite soap wedding. Look at here. If you don't slay us, if you don't stop a serial killer from uh, uh, stop Listen. somebody from freezing the world. You ain't seen those. What was wonderful about that wedding of Katie and Simon was the fact that it exemplified everything that I appreciated as the world turns. And that is the fact How much rude she wore on her face because Kristen Alfonso had a whole thing of back on her. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. It was like a hole in a corner. Simple, (laughs) but well done. 
great acting and done, done well. And whenever I think of that wedding, that's what I think of. We would encourage you to comment on this episode and Jamie's Rouge by <laughs> at daytimeconfidential.com or comment on the podcast at daytimeconfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dcconfidential. Add us as a friend on Facebook. We thank you for listening. Until next time, so long. Hi, my name is Janet, and my favorite, as the world turns memory, was when Kim went to the doctor when she thought she had menopause, and she was really pregnant with Chris. I thought that was classic and funny, and it was it was really fun. Never her in a fur coat. Anyway, and the other memory is Iva with the pitchfork. Two different types of memories, but one is funny, one is scary. But those are the two highlights of to me as, as the world turns. And Lucinda and John in the hot tub. That's too. Anyways, speak to you soon. Bye. Hi, my name is Nicole Parker. I'm calling to leave a message for As the World Turns. It's not only a soap opera, but it's a lifelong experience as I've watched it ever since I was three years old and I am going to deeply and severely miss it. My favorite characters were Holden and Lily and Carly and Jack. Thank you. Hey, folks. I uh, just wanted to thank you for the opportunity to comment on the final As the World Turns. And this was the show that uh, Getting Canceled just really cut me to the core. So, uh, overall, I enjoyed the show. I, I liked that it wasn't, you know, in the last two weeks, we've kind of had the quick tying up of all the storylines into the neat packages. And while today didn't really do that, what I liked about it was it had kind of the promise of the future for each of these characters, um, as, as opposed to the nice cleaned up package. What a few things I didn't care for. Um, I thought at the end, like the last five minutes or so, the the background music got really heavy-handed and obtrusive. Um, the whole thing with uh, Tom and Margo and Chris and Katie trading houses, uh, I didn't care for that. I, I um, you know, Margo was going on and on about the empty nest syndrome and not having a child anymore in the house, and I thought, you know. Tom has a minor child. I, I think instead of trading the house being the solution, I, I would have liked to have seen Daniel, even if it's a recast for the final day, you know, come home. Um, one major gripe that I really have is was with the closing credits. You know, this is a 54-year-old show. These are the final moments on the air. And for the closing credits, I, I would have liked to have seen something about, you know, Oakdale or, or the actors or the cast and crew and people on the show. And instead, with the closing credits, what we got was a promo for Y&R. I think the only thing that would have made it worse was if it was a promo for the show that's ultimately replacing World Thirds. Anyway, love listening to the podcast. Um, I don't know how much of a soap watcher I'll be after this one. This one was the one that in good times and bad times I, I, I stuck right by and I just don't see, you know, picking up a new show like that after 30 years. Um, but uh, enjoy what you do. Thanks. Bye. 
Hello, this is Iman Hugh Burns. I was calling to talk about the last episode of As the World Turns. I thought it could have been done a little bit better. They could have brought back some veterans. But most of all, I think I was satisfied. But anyway, I would like to talk about my favorite storylines. I don't know if you guys have brought it up on the podcast before. But I personally love the Carly, Jack, and Julia storyline. Julia number one, Julia Lindsay. How at first when she came on the show, she was a nice nurse, but then she had a miscarriage and she had a nervous breakdown. And while Carly was trying to get back together with Jack, she was constantly trying to ruin it. And it was just an amazing storyline. And I wish they would have flashed back on that a little bit too. And I also love the spa storylines and... It was really amazing, and I'm going to miss the show. And, okay, bye. I love the answer of turns. It is the best show in the world. I'm sad that it's leaving off the air. Um, I think it's a big mistake, and the Young and the Restless and Bowling Beautiful Raiders will drop. CBS will regret this decision. Um, The one thing that I'm going to miss about as World turns is is the best show on air, even though the writing is bad, but you just get invested into characters. And the what drew me onto as well turns was the young cast when Liberty and Parker in 2008, when they first introduced Liberty to Parker, that really, really drew my attention. And I've been a fan ever since. Thank you. Yes. Um, hi, my name is... Navy, and I'm 23 years old, and i just like to say that I've been an As the World Turns fan for almost 20 years now, and I'm very sad that it's going off the air, but one of my favorite storylines of all times probably was when Lily was kidnapped the first time, and her and Holden were stuck in that basement for over a month, and it was an incredible show, and it still is, and I do hope that it still can somehow live on, and if anything, it still lives on through my heart. Yes, this comment about the ending of As the World Turns. I thought it was a good ending. Uh, I have mixed feelings because I'm going to really miss this show. Uh, it's unfair for them to cancel it for a week talk show. So uh, thank you for all the good years of As the World Turns and the great actors. Hope to see them soon. Bye. Hi, Daytime Confidential. Um, I just wanted to share a few thoughts um, that I had about As the World Turns. Um, you know, I'm, I was a, I'm a relatively new viewer to the show. I started watching about five years ago, although uh, my grandmother watched for several years um, before she passed away. And, you know, I, I never really thought I would be the type of person who would get hooked on a soap opera, but, you know, I've really come to appreciate um, about, you know, about the show and about, you know, all soaps is that, you know, you were able to tell stories not just about, you know, affairs and stuff like that, but also about, you know, family relationships and friendships. And, you know, you have those storylines play out over, you know, many years. And you're able to, you know, go on these journeys with these characters and, and watch them grow. So that's that's something that really has appealed to me about the show and what I've really appreciated about it. Um, some of my favorite characters um, since I've been watching are Katie and Henry. I've I've always really enjoyed their dynamic and their friendship, and 
and I'm really glad that they both ended up in a good place. You know, they were able to forgive each other, and um, I also really liked Henry and Barbara together, and I'm I'm glad they ended up um, happy. And I'm also a really big fan of Luke and Noah. I've basically been hooked ever since the first kiss three years ago, and even though I haven't always agreed with how the storyline has been handled, overall I I really felt like it was a, a sincere love story between these two young men, and I really liked the scenes um, on Thursday's episode. They they kind of came full circle, and, you know, in my mind, I, I feel like, you know, they will reunite someday off screen. Um, I just, I feel like they're they're at a good place, um, so I, I was I was pleased with that. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna miss the show. It's you know it's been something that's been part of my daily routine. I'm I'm gonna miss watching these characters. I you know I've grown attached to, and you know it's it's gonna be weird without it. But you know I'm have a lot of memories that I'm I'm gonna take away with me. So I really appreciate that. All right, thank you for your time. Bye.